This is Pastor Eric Love. I want to thank you for tuning into today's podcast. God told Joshua that if he meditated on the word and obeyed it, that he would make his way prosperous and that he would have good success. My prayer is that as you meditate on this word that you're about to hear and apply it to your life, that you too will find good success. Blessings on you and enjoy this word from the Lord. There's a, there's a quick word that I'm going to share with you, amen, with, with our, uh, the remaining time that we have. I know my time is, has grown a little short, but I'm going to share this quick word with you, and I pray that it blesses you. You do not have to stand, but if you will grab 1 Samuel chapter 1, 1 Samuel chapter number 1, hallelujah, 1 Samuel chapter number 1, just a quick word I'm going to share, and I'm going to be out of your way and allow you to go and enjoy, um, enjoy your mom. For those of you who brought your mom here, raise your hand if you brought your mom here for the first time. This is the first time. God bless you. Raise your hand high. God bless you, mama. We see you. Amen. First time, mama. Amen. I see you in the back. Amen. God bless you, mama. I see you. Amen. God bless you. You brought mama. Where's she at? Raise your hand. What mama? Raise your hand. Hey, mama, girl. Girl, you look good back there in that green. I see you, girl. Yeah, trying to sneak in here with that old pretty green dress on. Girl, we see you. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank God for all of you. First Samuel chapter number one. Um, first Samuel chapter number one. Glory to God. I'm only going to read one verse of scripture. I'm only going to read one verse. And I encourage you to go back and read entire chapter one um, at your leisure. Samuel chapter. First Samuel chapter one. Look at verse number 19. That's the only verse we're going to read. Verse number 19. Say amen once you found it. 1 Samuel chapter 1, verse 19. And the Bible reads, Then they rose early in the morning and worshipped before the Lord and returned and came to their house at Ramah. And Elkanah knew Hannah, his wife. And the Lord remembered her. Father, we thank you for your word. Send it now with clarity, with authority, with conviction. Father, I pray now, Lord God, that you would hide all your manservant behind the cross. Father, I pray, God, I, I decrease that you may increase. Father, do with this text only what you can do. Father, we pray that you prepare the ear of the hearer. Allow them to receive everything that you're about to see in this place. Father, we thank you. We love you. We give you glory and honor. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, and amen, amen. With the seven minutes I have left, um, I'm, I'm looking at First Samuel. This is this is an amazing story. Um, as we jump into Samuel, Samuel um, talks about the life of the king, the leadership of, of Israel, how the leadership of Israel was changing from a judgeship to a kingship. God was changing. He was changing the fabric of this history, and he he's building. And there's there's, there's three particular uh, characters in this particular story. As the curtains lift off stage, there is Elkanah. Uh, Elkanah, he is the husband, uh, and his husband has two wives, Hannah and Penina. In in First Samuel chapter nineteen, the Bible says, "Watch this: that uh, Elkanah knew Hannah, his wife." And the Lord remembered her. 
the Lord remembered her. The Lord remembered her. This is not going to make sense right now, but later on it's going to make sense. But will you touch three people and tell them this? Give them my topic. Tell them the Lord is about to remember you. Just tell them that. The Lord is about to remember you. Is he? The Lord is about to remember you. He's about to remember you. The Lord is about to remember you. He's about to remember you. He's about to remember you. Um, um, th- this is an interesting story. If you ever read it, Elkanah was not a bad man. Max, actually, Elkanah was a Levite. Uh, he was a great man, and uh, he was a good man. He was a man that that honored God. Now, uh, Elkanah had two wives. I-, I don't know what was wrong with him because it's hard enough. Oh, I wish I had some married husbands who would just be quiet and just look at me. Thank you. I, I-, I see you, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah don't say anything I said just be quiet look at me bro just look at me it's Mother's Day don't get in trouble on Mother's Day it's hard enough having to support and deal with and take care of one of them but the Elkanah he was a brave soul oh someone know what I'm talking about always oh, my wife keep it real in here today it's gonna be alright Hallelujah. Amen. He, he had, he had, he had two wives. Now, now it wasn't uncommon. It was not uncommon, uh, to see people in scripture, especially in the Old Testament who had more than one wives. Although that was not God's original premise. That was not God's original plan. God outlines his original plan for us in the book of Genesis. In the book of Genesis, God outlines that God's original plan for marriage is for one man to be married to one wife for one lifetime. Let me say that again. One man to one wife for one lifetime. One, one husband to one wife for one lifetime. Now we live in a culture now where, you know, getting married is like jumping double dutch. We jump in. Things don't go right. Somebody know what I'm talking about. But that was not God's original intent. God was, God didn't originally, He did not originally intend for marriage to be like that. God's original intent was for one, one husband to be with one wife, uh, for one lifetime. And I, and I get that circumstance and things happen, uh, that come up that, that causes people to have to make different decisions. I, I, I get that. I'm not tripping on that, but, but, but I, I do encourage you if you, if you're with somebody, try to hang in there with them. Amen. That, that, that's all I'm saying. We're going to do our best to put together some programs to try to help people stay together. But, 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 uh, let me, let me rush, let me rush in the story. Let me rush in the story. Well, you know, just like, just like any, you know, any, 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 any man who's, you know, who's got a, a couple of wives, he, he had some, he had some issues. You know, these women, they, they, they had some issues. They didn't, they didn't like each other. They, you know, that, that was, uh, a Penina was, was Hannah's sister wife. Um, they, this was, they, they share the same husband and, and they, they, they had some, they, they had some issues. They, 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 they had some issues. But, but watch this. That, that was something special about Hannah. That was something special special about Hannah. I, I, can I just tell y'all about Hannah real quick? I, I just want to tell y'all about Hannah. The, the Bible says that the Lord remembered her. That he remembered Hannah. He remembered Hannah. The Lord remembered her. It's going to make sense in just a few moments. He remembered her. Well, here's the question. God is remembering some of you. That there are some things that God remembers. Now, if God remembers Hannah, then what did he remember about her? What did, what was it that, that God remembers? If, if 
God remembered Hannah. What did he remember about her? Watch this, watch this. Uh, the Bible says, the Bible says that, that uh, Elkanah had two wives. The name of one was Hannah. Uh, the name of the other was Penina. Now Penina had children, but, but Hannah had no children. Hannah was barren. She, she didn't have any children. So, uh, every year when Elkanah would go up to the temple in Shiloh to, to render offering and to celebrate the Lord, he would give, he would give Penina a portion of what he was offering, but he would give Hannah a double portion. A double portion. He would give Hannah a double portion. Now, now that didn't make sense. It didn't make sense when I first started stuttering, studying, and, and, and trying to try to determine this text because, because it seemed as if, as if he was going to give a double portion to someone that he would have given a double portion to Penina because Penina was the one with all the kids. The Bible says, watch this. The Bible says she had children's. She had sons and daughters. Um, it must have been so many that they couldn't even, they didn't even uh, tell us how many it was. We just know that this girl was very fertile. If Elkanah looked at her the wrong way. I'm trying to keep it PG-13. Y'all pray for your boy. She was a baby-making machine. Somebody said, Pastor. She had, she was making all the babies and, and Hannah, Hannah didn't. Hannah didn't have any. As hard as she tried to get pregnant, she couldn't. She, she wanted to get pregnant, but, but, but she couldn't. And, but, but, but Elkanah gave her a double portion. So what did God remember? God remembered that, 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 that sometimes God will bless you the most when you deserve it the least. Y'all better catch that. That's my first point to somebody. Sometimes God will bless you the most when you deserve it the least. Uh, let, 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 me, let me tell you, let me tell you. See, see, Hannah never had to change a dirty diaper. Hannah never had to wipe a snotty nose. Hannah never had to rock a baby to sleep. Hannah never had to, to carry a baby in her womb for nine months. Hannah never had to teach him how to use the bathroom and how to potty train a baby. Hannah never had to go through any of those things. Hannah didn't have to suffer. Hannah didn't have to go through uh, the contractions and the labor pains. Hannah didn't have to go through any of those things. But, but, but Elkanah would give Hannah a double portion of everything that he'd given Penina. Sometimes, sometimes God will bless you the most. Woo! When you deserve it. The least I wish I could preach to somebody here who understands that there were some times that you know you didn't deserve it. You know you were messed up from the flow up. You, you, you know that, that you didn't deserve it. You know that God did some things for you that, that if, if the truth be told that God should have gave, God should have killed you, but instead he gave you grace and God gave you mercy. I, I wish I had a church in here that understands that there are times in our lives when, when God will bless you. He'll bless you even when you don't deserve it. That's how good God is. God sometimes will give you what you don't deserve so that you can go back to him just to say, God, I thank you because I know I didn't deserve it, but God, I thank you for giving it to me anyway. God, I thank you for giving it to me anyway. That there's nothing, there's nothing that turns a Christian back to God like a God who will bless you when you know you're wrong. 
glory to God. Thank God for his goodness. But, but, but God remembered. He remembered how she handled the blessing. How she handled the double portion. God remembered her. He remembered her. Now the Bible says that, that God had closed up Hannah's womb. Her womb was closed by God. She couldn't have children even if she tried because God had closed her womb. That brings me to my second point. Watch this. She didn't complain about what she couldn't change. Oh, you better pick up what I'm putting down. God remembered that that although she had this travesty in her life, he realized uh, although she had this very difficult and hardship in her life, uh, she never complained about what she couldn't change. She couldn't do anything about it. Yes, it broke her heart, and yes, she she prayed to God about it, but 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 she didn't complain about what she couldn't change. God remembered. God remembered. God remember. God remembers the time uh, when you could have complained, but you didn't. He remembered the time that you could have threw in the towel, but you didn't. God remembers. God remembers the good things that you do. He remembers. He remembers. He remembers. He remembers what she did. She didn't complain about what was going on. Did it break her heart? Yes. Did she pray about it? Yes. But she never complained. And then she had to contend with Penina. Oh, Penina. Have you ever had to deal with the Penina? Penina was messy. If I could say heifer in church, I would call her that H word. Is that one always throwing shade? Penina is that one that's always on Facebook posting pictures like everything is got you got it going on. You laid on his back while he sleep, taking y'all know what I'm talking about. I'm I'm talking about Penina. She was. She was a messy, if I could say the word heifer in church, that's what I would call her. Oh, she was messy. And every time they went to worship, every time uh, they would go to worship, Penina would bring all the kids. Penina would bring all the kids and she would flaunt the kids in front of Hannah. Baby, don't talk to her because she don't have no kids, not like you. The Bible says that that Penina vexed Hannah severely. Always, oh, you know, Penina is that one that start talking loud when you come around. Penina is that one that's always trying to show you the ring that he bought. Wait a minute. Maybe Penina is in here. Y'all got awfully quiet. Penina is always the one that was bragging all the time. Got all these kids. 
bragging. And, and see, in, in the Old Testament, it was, it was a shame for a woman not to have children. For a woman to be barren, that was a, that was a shameful thing for a woman to be barren. And, and there she was. She was barren and she couldn't have kids. And, and every time they came together, Penina would, sh- would, 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 would brag on all the children. You, you, you Elkanah's son and you Elkanah's daughter and you Elkanah's little boy. Oh, you, El- you look just like your daddy. Mm. Let me say it like this. Can I, can I, can I talk to y'all now? God remembered the time she was messy and you still didn't slap her. I only got a few claps, Lord Jesus. Y'all scan me because she must be in here sitting across this row from you somewhere. She must be in here. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But, 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 but God, God remembered when, when she was throwing shade on social media and you didn't get back with, oh, you could have told it. You could have told the truth and you could have rocked her little world and bust her little bubble. You could have told, you could have told, watch this. You could have told the truth about what he really doing right now because she thinks she got him on lock, but she don't know he's been doing a little creeping. Y'all ain't saying nothing. And you could have bust a bubble, but God allowed you to just be still. God remembered. God remembered. Girl, you think you got something. Ooh, glory to God. Hallelujah. He wasn't nothing when I had him. And he showed. I better get off that. Let me get off that. For y'all start having flashbacks and stuff in here. But, but, but. But, but God remembered that, that she did not allow her circumstances to take her out the will of God. Let me say, that's my third point. Y'all better get that. God remembered that she did not allow what was happening to her to take her out of the will of God. Because the truth be told, if that was me, I'm a pretty peaceful guy. But you keep pushing me. I'm, I'm not a, I'm not a cusser. Not by nature. But you keep pushing me. I'm gonna go find an urban dictionary. And I'm about to learn some words. Y'all, come on, y'all, 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 y'all looking at me funny. See, 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 you, you, you keep, you keep testing me. You, you keep, you keep pushing me. Now, now watch this, watch this, watch this. Touch your neighbor and say, you don't want none of this. Come on, touch him and tell him. Oh Lord, depending on who you sit beside, don't you say, don't you say that. She kept poking, kept picking. What do you do when someone just keeps picking at you and they, they keep poking at you? They, they keep poking you and picking at you and poking at you and picking at you. Always making fun of you. Always throwing shade. Talking loud when you come around. Rolling their eyes at you. Smacking your lips. What you smacking your lips for? Smacking your lips. Do me a favor, just so I know I'm in good company. Will you humor me? Will you tell the person beside you what would you do if somebody kept pushing you? Come on, tell them. I'll give you a few seconds. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. 
Some of y'all remember. <laughs> Forgetting those things. Which are behind. <laughs> Glory to God. Y'all come back. Come back. Y'all come out of loader ball. Yeah, come back. <laughs> come back. But 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 God but but God 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 remembered. God remembered that she didn't let Penina pull her in the flesh. God remembered that. And watch this, watch this. In spite of everything that she was going through, check this out. Here's the cool part. In spite of everything that she was going through, she never stopped trusting God. The Bible says that she prayed continuously. She prayed to God all the time and that she never lost her trust in God. God remembered. God remembered that she never lost her hope in him. God remembered all the prayers that she prayed. She would always go to God and she would always pray to him. And she prayed and watch this, check this out. She, she prayed and she said, she said, God, if, if you, if you would just give me a son. If, if you would give me a man child, if you would give me a son, I'm going to give him back to you. No razor will touch his head. I'm not going to cut his hair. I'm going to dedicate him to the service of the Lord. And she meant what she said. It was at the temple then. She was crying and she, Penina had gotten her nerves so bad that she was crying to God and as she was crying out to God, the Bible says that her lips were moving but no words were coming out. So you, you ain't, you hadn't been upset to the point where you, where your lips are moving but no words are coming out and she, she's there and, and Eli thought she was drunk. Eli comes to her and Eli says, how long are you going to keep drinking this wine? How long are you going to be drunk? She says to Eli, she said, sir, please listen, uh, your maid servant, I'm, I'm not some, I'm not some drunken woman but but what you are what you're seeing is uh, anguish of heart my, my, my heart my, my heart is just overwhelmed and I'm crying out to God I'm asking God to bless me with a man child so so that I can dedicate him to the Lord watch this she didn't want a son just so to, just for the sake of having a son she wanted something that she could offer up to the Lord she blessed him with him I'll, I'll give him I'll give him back to you if you bless him with me and that's exactly what she did but but wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute I got three minutes left wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute wait wait a minute I, I got a problem I, I, I've got a problem with the text I got a problem with the text I'm preaching it but but it's, it's not making sense you know I'm preaching it and it seems to be going okay but but I got a problem with the text the text not making any sense um, because to say that the Lord remembers also would have to indicate that the Lord forgets. I got a problem with the text because, because if the Lord remembers, then that means that suggests that he is a God who forgets. But we know that God never forgets because he is omniscient. Uh, that means that he is, he is all-knowing. That means that, that God knows everything. Matter of fact, God knows your thoughts before you think them. God says, I know your thoughts are far off. God knows the end 
from the beginning. God knows everything. God, God sees what happens in the dark. The Bible says that darkness is as light to God. So, so wait a minute. So wait a minute. So God is not capable of forgetting. But why does the text suggest that God remembers? God remembers. I, I told you that, that God's about to re- remember you. Uh, uh, I, 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 God gave me a revelation. And I want to share the revelation with you. Uh, give me a praise team. Y- y'all come here. Give me a praise team. C- come here real quick. Come up here. Y- y'all come line up. Line up real quick. Yeah, this is a hot mic. I like this one. Y- y'all come up. Come up here. Come on. Come on. Y'all come up here. Uh, I-, I told you. I told you that God, uh, I want y'all to, I want y'all to grab hands. Just, just grab hands. Come on up a little bit close. Come on up a little close. Tell them that yellow line right there. Now listen, I, I told y'all, yeah, get, grab hands, grab hands. I, I, I told you that God, God remembers. The, the Bible says that when Noah had come through the flood, that God remembered Noah. He remembered Noah and and when he remembered Noah, what he did was he allowed a wind to blow. A wind blew and dried the ground so that Noah and his family could walk out on dry ground. God remembered Noah. Hmm. Not only did God remember Noah, but the Bible says that when, uh, when the Israelites were in bondage in Egypt, uh, the Bible says that, that when the, when the Israelites cried out to God, when the slaves cried out to God, the Bible says that God remembered his covenant with them. Hmm. The Bible keeps saying that, that God remembers. But when we look at remember in our carnal mind, our carnal thinking um, is also to suggest that if God remembers, that must suggest that God also forgets. But we know that. We know that God doesn't forget. So if, if God doesn't forget, then how can he remember? In order, here comes a revelation. Y'all better get this. In order to understand, remember, you have to first understand this member. There are some things that God designed to be members of your life. God designed joy to be a member of your life. God designed peace to be a member of your life. I wish I had some help right there. God designed prosperity to be a member of your life. God designed healing to be a member of your life. What Satan does, Satan comes in your life and Satan starts to dismember some things from your life. Satan tries to take away your joy. Satan tries to take away your prosperity and Satan tries to take away your peace. Satan starts to dismember some things in your life to make you feel like you all 
by yourself. So right now she is dismembered. The things that were supposed to be in her life are now no longer connected to her. They are no longer conjoined in her life. So when we look at the word of God, uh, uh, Hannah had lost some favor. Hannah had lost some joy. She was at a point that she had lost so much joy that she couldn't even eat during the feast. She had lost so much in her life that Satan had dismembered some things in her life. Now I need to talk to somebody in here today. Maybe you're in here and Satan has tried to dismember some things from your life. Satan has tried to dismember your children. He's tried to dismember your love and dismember your joy and dismember your grace and dismember even your mind. But aren't you glad Aren't you glad that we serve a God who re? We serve a God who re? Re means to do it over again. Re means to put it back together again. Aren't you glad that we serve a God that'll go get your prosperity back and he will remember his prosperity back in your life. God'll go get your health back and he will remember your health back. God'll go get your joy and he'll remember your joy back. God'll get your peace and he'll remember your peace back. Somebody ought to give God some praise for God. Touch somebody and tell them we serve a God who remembers. And I'm closing. We serve a God. Y'all keep standing right there. We serve a God. We serve a God who re. He re. There are some things that have been stolen from you that God's about to remember. God's about to remember some things. Some things that the enemy stole. Some things that you've lost. God's about to remember some things. In your life, God's about to put you back together. He's about to put you back together again. I don't know who I'm talking to, but I know you in here. God's about to remember you. Watch this. The storm broke some things up. The storm tore some things apart. But what God is doing now, God is remembering. He's remembering. He's reconnecting some things back in your life together again. He's putting the pieces back together again. God's reconnecting. He's remembering families. Families are coming back together again. He's remembering children back to their parents. God is remembering some things. Some things have been dismembered and God is remembering. He's putting the members of your life back together again. Will you stand all over this house? God bless y'all. Y'all grab your microphones. You may have to sing a little bit. But God is remembering. God is putting the pieces of your life back together.